0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
0: Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
2: Dom time with Dan and Jim here all at our post live and local for 2024. And uh, last night, Dan, I don't know what was worse, a cultural faux pas. Having Paul Anka sing Imagine, a song I really don't like. You know, because it's contrarian. To, I, I get it. It's like uh, Sweet Caroline or something. People just want to hear it. I guess the lyrics don't matter. But then doing my way. Yeah. Did you happen to see any of that?
3: I saw it live, Dom, I and I, all I could think of was you. Like, I, I didn't want to think about you on my New Year's Eve, but I did. It just, it now, just happened because yeah, it was horrible. It's,
2: it's not just a question of uh, age. Like a 30-year-old can't sing my way. I think uh, Paul is 82. It's a question of gravitas and a certain kind of voice. It's it's got to be big, and his voice is fine. Uh, that's a very tough thing to do. The, the crowd there just wants, you know, celebratory. New York, New York is fine. They're all going to go back and forth with it. Yeah, but let's hear a little bit of um, Imagine, and then a little bit of My Way.
3: All I have is My Way, Dominic. Okay, do play all any right. Crap of Imagine. Here's, All right. Here's a
2: my way. Here you go. Let's listen to the legendary singer and songwriter Paul Anka performing the song he wrote in Sinatra made famous My Way as well as the song. Wait, wait, wait stop it right there with Ryan C Chris. You know, Dan Oh no, that was Anderson Cooper. Oh, it's Anderson Cooper Yeah, well, of course. That and that clown that Andy Cohen.
3: Oh man, I got, I got clips on clips for you from oh, last night. Me and Navy spent seventy five percent of our time watching that one last Give night. Give me some daddy juice. Oh god. Zaddy.
2: Zaddy. Zaddy juice. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Here's the thing, made famous by Frank Sinatra, you know, it was said just as a tagline at the end, yes, Paul Anka wrote a great song, but except for Sinatra, that's why it's so identifiable. It's not a song that everybody knows and everybody sings and, and is iconic, right? I just didn't like the way he said it. But here's uh, Paul Anka's interpretation. Let's listen to the legendary singer and songwriter Paul Anka performing the song he wrote in Sinatra made famous My Way, as well as the song Imagine. You know what's
1: true, but that's what we do.
2: Oh my God! Is this a, di- it's a, di- in the it's a different version? Right? Yes.
3: Okay, I was making sure I, I didn't recognize it. like anything this guy was singing. I just recognized the melody.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's saying our way to be politically correct or something. So
4: gratefully, the symphony. Oh my God! Above the chatter, oh, uh. rejoice. We have a choice. Oh, yeah. This is... Life, see
2: what oh, I mean? Damn. Oh, it's oh, not God. just not Gravitas. <laughs> He's changing the whole thing. Sinatra is this tough. That's right. You may not like me, but I did it my way, and there's nothing you can do about it. This one is Let's All Rejoice Together. We have a choice. Yeah.
4: Life needs our voice. Because you matter. What? The trite. <laughs> the useless plight. Oh, of Mike Makes Right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. There oh, that's we that's go. a
3: bad line, man. Yes.
4: Well, let's...
2: Uh, trying
3: too hard now, Paul.
2: Well, you know, this is, this is uh, if not anti-Trump, it's along those lines. And uh, Green Day, who is forgettable at best, they got to know. This is what, uh, Ryan Seacrest, too. Ryan Seacrest uh, Productions, Dan. Is it appropriate? We can't let up on New Year's Eve to attack MAGA, to attack Trump supporters. Here's Green Day.
0: The I, said, I'm the of
2: I mean, how – and this is Colbert directing this. He's the production company.
3: Oh, surprising.
2: Yeah, I mean, no, I'm just saying, uh, how is that entertainment putting in MAGA, MAGA, you know what I mean? This is just New Year's Eve. They they want music. They want to sway back and forth in Times Square. Down the block, they have maniacs from uh, Palestinian Authority throwing smoke bombs in Macy's in aisle five. Oh, yeah. But how in the world do you bring Trump into this? And, and even worse, that's not just Trump. That's Trump supporters. Meanwhile, Dan, did you happen to see who President Trump had at his resort in Florida? No, oh, I
3: didn't. Who'd he have?
2: Oh, man. You'll, you'll get some of it. I didn't want to bother you before the show. Yeah? Vanilla Ice. Oh, no. Oh, my oh, God. come on, man. No. Could Trump have Why? possibly chosen this? Or is Trump so busy with uh, lawsuits, winning an election, and playing golf that somehow or another Vanilla Ice got through there? There's
3: a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, too, apparently. Yes.
2: Yes. Oh. yes. Well, oh, that makes all the difference. I mean, my God, Vanilla Ice! Oh man, yeah, it, it is almost uh, a well, the bad only thing, thing. I can think of is—is is it such a
3: stupid, not stupid decision, but like funny, wacky, quirky person to have that you knew it would make headlines and you know get him get his name floating around the socials a little bit again?
2: Oh my God! So they could have gotten the two of us to go up there and do oh yeah, thing. yeah, there sure. you go, yeah. yeah. I don't know, Dan. I think Vanilla Ice is a new low. Well. Andy Cohen, Vanilla Ice. All right, I take Vanilla Ice. We could
3: definitely do better than Andy and Anderson, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, exactly. And Ryan Seacrest. Again, I'm watching with Ro. He had on just a tuxedo at one point, but he kept the gloves on. It's like... (sighs) no, that's not... Is there something wrong with wearing gloves with a tux?
3: Well, yeah. I mean I wouldn't
4: wear gloves. Hold on, but your hands were... are going
3: to be cold. What are you going to? You can wear some nice gloves with a tuxedo. No, well? I'm
2: not wearing gloves. Uh, holding up the microphone on national TV. Oh, unless come on. It's... Unless it is so cold that you can't possibly do anything. It was cold no. last night. I don't think so. I didn't feel that cold here. <laughs> All right, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Now, uh, President Biden does this annual thing with Ryan Seacrest. Could there be? a better softball pitcher, that might be, Dan, uh, a side question at some point, than Larry King, I used to think. But Ryan Seacrest and Biden and Joe Biden, did you see that outfit?
3: Yeah. it was, Wow. Uh,
2: yeah. Here's what uh, Biden do said. Did they do
3: this live or is it pre-recorded?
2: I think it's live.
3: It's like Biden's actually awake at this time of night.
2: Yeah, that's the shocking. I, it looked live to me. So uh, here's what uh, President Biden said when asked. I think it's about his, yes, his favorite memory of 2023.
4: As you look back and reflect on 2023, what sort of of memories, highlights stand out for you?
1: Well, one of the big highlights stands out for me is my dad used to have an expression. He'd say, Joey, your job's a lot more than a paycheck. If that's your dignity, it's about respect. So many people through the Midwest and, and in the center of the country their, their factors are shipped overseas the last couple of times out, and, and they were losing hope and faith. How is so this an answer to the question? brought a lot of question? jobs back to the United States. People are in a position to be able to make a living now, and uh, they've created a lot of jobs, over 14 million. And uh, I guess when I'm – I just feel good that the American back people the got up. They've been through a rough time with pandemic, but now they've we're gotten, coming we've back. up. back. They're back.
2: Yep. And, you know, he always couches it in the end, his policies. And I would never bet against the United States of America. We're not betting against America. We're betting against you. Now, when you see this play out, and I don't think this was taped, when you see it's it's going downhill. I don't think uh, predictions, stand today, if you have one, too, we didn't make that decide. We got a better side question, I think. I, at this point, do not think there will be any presidential debates I don't think Biden can handle it. I think they'll come up with any number of reasons. I stick by; Bill. Biden will be the nominee. And the issue is, you can't get Kamala Harris out of there. You know these people come up with all these fanciful things. There's only one play: Michelle Obama, and even that I think would be kind of messy. I think that still would be difficult. Maybe doable to get Biden out of there, but the Bidens are telling you they're not going anywhere. And with Kamala Harris there blocking various people, Biden is probably their best choice. They don't have a big bench. I look down at the bench, and it's like uh, Nick Sirianni is my uh, head uh, offensive coach. Wow. All right, so um, he's not going anywhere. I don't think there'll be debates. And over the weekend, the thing that got me going the most is this uh, woman from Maine. The woman from Maine on her own with no legal background, who decided that um, President Trump committed insurrection, even though not charged with it. Nobody on January 6th was charged with it. This is Cut 13. Here is the argument. And then I want to tell you what was found out over the weekend that always gets my attention. We're back to this. It's trending on Twitter. I'll tell you what that is in a moment. Here is Ms. Bellows.
5: My decision is 36 pages. I encourage people to read it on the main secretary of state website. Uh, the weight of the evidence, all of the evidence, made clear that Mr. Trump was aware of the tinder laid by a multi-month effort to delegitimize a democratic election, the election of 2020, and then chose to light a match on January 6, and then did nothing for a time. The evidence presented, uh, demonstrated, and, and, and remember the events of January 6, 2021, and this was borne out by the evidence, were unprecedented and tragic. Mm-hmm. They were an attack not only upon the Capitol and on the governor, government officials there, members of Congress, former vice president, but also an attack on the rule of law. And the evidence demonstrated that they occurred at the behest of and with the knowledge and support of the outgoing president.
2: All right. So what she's going to continue to try to do, since she knows what we know, she's not that dumb. She doesn't care. She's going to say he delegitimized everything by all those lawsuits, all the denial. And in fact, that's what Jack Smith is charging with in one case. That seems to be the essential element. Now, getting in the mind of anybody, to know if they thought this was fraudulent or there was a shot or whatever is impossible. The mind of Trump, given all the twists and turns, though, there's no way on that. But here's the thing. What came up in the research with this uh, main Secretary of State? She has been for years one of the most ardent opponents of the Electoral College. And on Twitter today, Electoral College trending, a lot of response And again, they are hell-bent. This is the most underrated thing that is stopping them from overrunning us. By that I mean they just want to get the big cities of the country and as many people they can get in those big cities, cheating, unquestionable voters, to ring up a popular vote number to overwhelm us. And they can't stand the genius of the founding fathers. I mean, I've read two books on this. That's how much it intrigues me, how they came up with this, and it gives the small states a relative voice. It gives the big states a huge voice, but they know that places like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, it's been proven in 2016, and even in 2020, when uh, President Trump only lost by a point here with all the irregularities, that it doesn't take an overwhelming popular vote to win. And they just can't get that in their heads that that is a brilliant idea. Aside from it stops them from just overrunning everything, putting 50 people on the Supreme Court, everything that they want to do, the mob, in other words. They want the mob to determine the fate of this country. And the Electoral College is this huge stumbling block. But this woman crawls with this. It's racial white supremacy. That's what it's about. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. That doesn't seem to be anything to go back to, reconstruction, slavery, or any of that. All right, let me give you the side question. Phone lines, first show of the new year. 855-839-1210, you get in. AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is just push pound 1210. So uh, Dan came up with this uh, full credit Yesterday, all this week, you see celebrity resolutions. You see average individuals that put down resolutions, and then I think it's like a perverse pleasure by the first week of the year to have already violated them and not care. (laughs) So we'd like to hear a resolution you have for any public figure. Don't think of just celebrities, meaning Hollywood, sports, Think of, oh, I don't know, Larry Krasner. Larry, try this one on. You're a jerk. You are in all time as a person. But do you think in 2024, you wouldn't have people have to stand up for hours alongside you like you're in North Korea, a woman with a walker on some square that you've set aside as you pontificate? How about letting people just sit there it's not going to make what you say more impressive or less deadly. Try that out. Uh, resolution for Taylor Swift. Don't do anything political this year. Your no. ignorance will be out there so quickly when you open your mouth. You know, just coast on what you're doing. You, you squeeze by yesterday. One of the predictions I have this year, Dan, from Joe Concha: Swift and Travis Kelsey will get engaged. What do you think? Uh, you think it's going to happen that fast? Took me. Well, eight, it took me eight years. Well, that's true. Yeah, you yeah. know, you got. So you're asking to the wrong set.
3: person here. I don't know. I I think that would be. Has she been engaged?
2: Has she been engaged before?
3: Who Maisie? No, uh, Taylor? Taylor Swift. I have no yeah. idea. Maisie hasn't. I know that. Yeah, much, but...
2: yeah. So maybe she has, and you know. And I don't think she part. has. I think that would be big news if she was. Oh man, a whole album out of that, a whole tour, the oh, engagement yeah. tour. Oh yeah. The engagement <laughs> tour. I love it. Dan, what's yours?
3: How about, uh, let's, uh, let's hope that, uh, in his future, uh, he, you know, went to bed last night with the resolution of, you know, hon, we're gonna have to be a little bit more careful. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect
0: role, like me. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
3: It's money, bees. I might be out of a job soon, that being Nick Sirianni being more careful with money in the new year.
2: Oh, boy. Boy, that would be a uh, tumult, wouldn't it? Uh, changing uh, over, but... I think the sports punditry, WIP, they'd be in favor of that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad at this point, man. You were 100% correct in your prediction. And you predicted, like, week five. We were still winning. And you were saying, this guy, it's going to go downhill fast. He's way too emotional. And look where we yeah, are now. Yeah,
2: and it's all that stuff. Well, uh, we won. What part don't you understand?
3: And I'll take the other uh, big uh, big fish, uh, to say the least, yeah, okay. uh, on the beach. Uh, that being Chris Christie. Why don't Chris Christie, I need to get in the gym a little bit this this. Year. Oh,
2: man. Yeah. Well, when I interviewed him back in the day when we were still talking, Dan, he said he didn't like to do that, and his aides would have to make appointments for him to work out, <laughs> kind of like an appearance. Oh, man, can you imagine? He has to force it upon himself. Yeah, well, I don't— I'm laughing,
3: but it's throwing
2: stones in a glass house. I mean, it's—well, what he—if he really wants to stop Trump, and this is the tell, if he dropped out in New Hampshire, I think a lot of those voters potentially could go to Nikki Haley. And you would see, she still would lose, but it might be relatively close. If he stays in, though, Trump is going to win New Hampshire big, too. And I predict Trump is going to, I don't think he'll get 50% in Iowa. I put him at about 45%, you know, these goofy caucuses. Horrible that uh, the the fate of the country is on these people on a winter night in Iowa. It's goofy. All right, that's the side question. You got to get in right now, start off the week.
0: One minute to midnight. One minute. All right, it is uh,
2: dom time. Welcome in, everyone. 855 839 1210. Happy New Year. Good to be with you today. And uh, we kick it off uh, in style with Dan and Jim there, too. Rare. Uh, The whole gang here. And it was a great 2023, but this is a huge year. One bit of business. Had a lot of fun on Twitter yesterday. Counting down. And I thought if I were in charge of the Enquirer or somebody else with resources. I would be following Jim Kenny today, Dan, to see if he indeed is at a Wegmans,
3: <laughs> among
2: out. other things, or in a gutter somewhere. Right along with Kenny. So um, I- I've seen the worst recency bias, though. These people on Twitter, I guess, don't read, don't have any sense. And it was a while ago when he did it, 38 years ago in May, or 30, it'll be 39, I think, in May. Wilson Good bombed, move for any number of reasons, including snow on his TV. He let them go on forever was part of the problem till they had this showdown. Blew up, I think it was over 60 homes. But then they got this insider builder to rebuild, and the homes they were afraid might fall down were that bad. Then they had to go to another builder, among other things. Well. Now, it's true that as far as a miserable human being, Jim Kenney is beyond anything we've seen. So I, I put up on Twitter, it's a great time with him leaving office. Is he the worst mayor ever? Is he worse than Wilson Good? I'd say no. I remember Wilson Good. He was historically bad. Kenny, of course, first of all, miserable human being. Daniel Outlaw quits on July 4th, essentially. And my favorite... Offbeat moment, Dan, you know, because when you're politically correct, anything can happen. Do you remember that idiot undergrad they got from Drexel to run the vaccination program? Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, that kid.
2: Here we had something that demanded the most delicate, the most elevated credentials and outside the box and someone who can, you know, move on their feet. They bring this guy, and I think there was a Russian connection to it or something. He's in charge of the rollout of the city vaccination program. I think it went on for weeks that I remember it, at least days, of people saying, you got to be kidding me. And Kenny had to be involved in that decision. All right, so Dan, you've only heard about Wilson Good. You go with Kenny? Yeah, I
3: didn't. I, I wasn't like firsthand experience of Wilson yeah. Good firebombing streets. Um, I, I all I have to say about this is I. I think that Mayor Kenny should be written about as the worst of all time because I think in today a lot of people speak in ultimatums and if you don't call him the worst of all time, people are going to think you're justifying you know Mayor Kenny's mayorship. I I, I think that's wrong. Uh, he is, but he's he he's horrible. He was horrible for the city. Um, and comparing him to a guy that firebombed, I don't think he lives up to that. I mean, the, the, there was you know violence that, that happened uh, under my, Mayor Wilson, and there was idiocy that followed, as
2: you just told us. Well, he has blood on his hands. Bringing in an outright incompetent who didn't work okay, the job. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And Danielle outlaw, not stepping up to Krasner. Now, look, even I admit how difficult this is. But you know, he was going to be reelected. He was reelected. He had those years. He could have gotten into the ring with Krasner. And at least then the media have to cover it. They'd have to connect the dots. Or maybe he thinks what Krasner is doing is correct. So I could go either way on this. I just think uh, something you always talk about, recency bias is there when you blow up your own neighborhood. And then when you rebuild, you don't go to – imagine, Dan, not going to the scene of a shootout in which I think over 10,000 rounds may have been exchanged, if you can imagine that number.
3: What's the other side argument on uh, good? Because there's got to be some people out there that look at the guy positively as a street named after him, doesn't he?
2: Well, that's because he was the first black mayor, and they're trying to say you okay. know, people just piled on with him. In fact, when he ran for re-election, he said something like, well, white mayors has had 108 years, you won't even give me eight. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, was, he was horrible, just horribly incompetent. He was a nicer person than Jim Kenny, but I have not seen someone with more misery all over them than Jim Kenny. My God. Maybe when he's drinking. Do you think maybe then he opens up and he's...
3: Honestly, Jimmy Jimmy seems like the kind of guy that when he has a couple drinks in him, he's a fun time. You do, ra- yeah. Rather than the opposite. I don't know about that. Like Maybe a little bit more honest, a little more brash. Okay. Because I think he might have been under the influence when he was saying he doesn't want to be mayor anymore. He's... Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know? And he repeated it to Jeff Cole, and Jeff Cole, whoa, 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 whoa.
3: Like, like, let's be honest. If you had Kenny in the studio, would you rather have a sober Kenny or a drunk Kenny? Drunk Kenny.
2: Yeah. A drunk Krasner. Now, <laughs> Just, that would be exciting. You
3: feed him some uh, boxes of wine when he comes in, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Krasner probably <laughs> has some vodka, you know? If I see him polish his glasses, though... <laughs> You'd have to jump into the ring then to restrain me. The glass polish. We can make I him feel like
3: it. he's at home. We'll give him some boxes behind him for people to stand on.
2: Yeah, we'll have people stand during the whole interview in studio Perfect. while he's seated with me. I'll stand up then to be in sympathy with them.
3: Can I go back to one of my favorite moments of the past year? Yeah. When we pulled that video of Krasner and there was a chair sitting next to him with a person using a walker. And you expected that chair to be for the yes. legs of the person with the walker when they got tired? But when Larry Krasner stopped talking, he went over to the chair and sat down while everyone continued standing, including the person with the walker?
2: And he was drinking Starbucks, and it was kind of a <laughs> older, I'll say, the Larry
3: Krasner moment.
2: older African-American female having to stand there with a walker. How does the media not see this and raise their hand, And Oh, I can imagine what the great man would say and say, do you really think it's appropriate that that woman has to stand there the whole time with a walker? Oh my God. God knows what uh, he would static. say. Next question.
3: You know he's right. back in his office and he loves he loves it. He's like, I get all these people to stand for me, it's great.
2: Can you imagine being the person that's in charge of putting down on each spot on that tiled floor where you have to stand? Are there name tags on the floor? I don't see it. I think they're told where to go to and, and some Assigned of them are, standing? Yeah, some of them are regulars. So they know what their tile is. They know where to go. <laughs> is there fights? I want yeah. two from the right of Larry. But sitting there, legs crossed, drinking Starbucks, and a woman standing next to you, that says it all. You're exactly right. That was the highlight of Krasner Land this year. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210, AT&T, and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is just push pound 1210. Hit us with that resolution. You'd like to see a public person, sports, uh, media, uh, football, uh, Larry Krasner, mayors, presidents, hit us with one you'd like to see them keep. Now, I know people are tempted to say, well, I'd love to see Joe Biden drop out. No, we don't want Joe Biden to drop out. No way here. We want this to continue to its logical conclusion.
3: On topic, Rocky just wrote in, Rocky Kensington, he says. <laughs> what a name, a Philly name, huh? Oh, no, uh,
2: Kensington, too, yeah. For, uh,
3: Jim Kenney, a New Year's resolution to uh, move out of town
2: and never come back. And that's what he's doing. He's headed to Spain. <laughs> then he wants to head up a nonprofit. You know what his uh, work and life is going to be, Dan? You see, I, I see this stuff, the media, nobody writing it. He's going to come back after he goes to Spain, gets drunk enough, sangria, the whole thing, and he's going to try to head up a nonprofit to get the stinking so called safe injection sites here. That's what he's going to do next. That's exactly how he thinks. That's my prediction. That's going to be his mission in life. All right, so 855 1210 you can get in. Be the first one. Hit us with that resolution that you'd like to have a celebrity keep. Funny, outside the box, that's what we're looking for. Uh, coming up, I'll tell you about Cardinal Dolan. He called into a show once, Dan, when I was doing the Cardinal show with Cardinal Regali. He was funny in that, all that. He did an interview with Maria Bartiromo on Sunday about all the, quote, migrants coming to New York. He attacked conservative bigots. He attacked parishioners who don't want him there, feel overwhelmed. And he talked about what a bad rap it is, that the bishops are for illegal immigration. Well, it certainly seems that way. I'll give you some of the details from that. And Maria didn't press him. She was glad to get the interview. It was exclusive with him. But it was very revealing. When these guys, just think about this. Here we have an alleged Catholic president who's one of the biggest supporters politically of abortion. He's good. But the other guy, the Republican side, many of them Catholics, they're bad because they think we ought to have a border. Because they think we're being overrun. Because they think this is wildly out of control. And they don't like being called bigots by people like Cardinal Dolan. Neither do I. And, of course, he likened it, this is just like the Irish. Always to go, every one of these Irish politicians, and that's what this guy is, be it Dolan, be it Kenny, be it Biden, they always go back to the Irish card. This is just like the Irish. Is it? is this like the irish is this what the irish were able to do coming here or was there quite a bit of scrutiny attached to that and did the irish get all these government programs Eh, check out gangs of new york a lot of them got uh, dragooned into the uh, military in the civil war among other things
0: let's make it the best
2: all right, where was Barry Manilow? Why didn't they trot him out last night right. at all these uh, competing shows now? Even Newsmax has a New Year's show, Dan. Oh, my God.
3: I'd rather see Barry than Paul Anka.
2: Yes, that was a curious choice, particularly Imagine and My Way. Wow. <laughs> Just uh, do the iconic songs. All right, so
3: Could you imagine yeah. being the producer and asking Paul Anka to come perform, but no songs that he's actually known for singing?
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, do some of your uh, well. What is some of yeah? I don't. I don't know what he's uh, good, uh, known uh, yeah. for. Yeah, it was a curious choice. All right, I mentioned. Uh, put Cardinal. your head on my
3: shoulder. Put your, oh, your okay.
2: head on my shoulder. Yeah, I. I think uh, the audience out there wouldn't put up with it. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right. So um, as we end the year, it's still going to be inflation, the economy, what Biden has done around that. That's where the battleground is. But I'm happy to say that people are paying attention. To the immigration nonsense at the border, and the guy who deserves all the credit, all the plaudits, is Governor Abbott. I'm going to try to get him on in 2024. Got to hear from this guy. He's slammed morally. How dare you, right? By people like Cardinal Dolan and others. It is a very moral position to say we're not going to overrun the people of Texas. It was all fine.
4: How dare you?
2: There you go. It was all fine with a million plus people. I've been there to the border and those towns, and they're not all as big as El Paso, which is not necessarily that huge. And I can just imagine what that's got to be like. So by one means or another, and now he's flying people in because they're blocking buses. Abbott has been sending them to these big mouths with sanctuary cities. Philadelphia is going to get a lot more coming up, apparently. But Chicago, that guy has just trashed himself. A
0: sanctuary city. Yes. Yeah, that's
2: right. And, and now we have um, the good Cardinal Dolan yesterday. He uh, goes uh, on with Maria, and he, he went on with a uh, Catholic um, operation, too. And he said he's uh, tired of uh, a number of things, including these uh, bigots on the Republican side in Congress, and also, there was this um, parish near the Roosevelt Hotel. That's the epicenter where all this is going on in New York. And the people rebel there. And he is going to see to it that they understand what Catholicism is. Notice he's not uh, going to see to it that he tells President Biden what Catholicism is. He said all we wanted to do was use part of the local school there in the parish... To bring these kids in and to um, teach them English. How likely is that? Yeah, here's. Oh, thank you, Dan. Now, is this with the Catholic group or with Maria?
3: Uh, this is Maria.
2: Okay, here's the one with Maria Bartiromo. Uh,
3: nope, no, I don't have it. Never okay. mind. Oh, here it is. Right. I, I have it. I have it. I have it. Here it
4: is.
0: The church believes in safe, secure borders. The church believes we need a very sane, prudent. Uh, Uh, workable uh, uh, approach to immigration Uh, and we don't so I don't blame anybody for saying we got a big mess here this isn't working there is a political economic safety side to this which I think we can debate which I think we need to even uh, talk about and be loud about. if you And I am, too. I'm, I criticize our policy. But we also need to say, okay, that having been said, that this needs fixing and healing, we also have the imperative of caring uh, for those who are in need. Because y- y- you meet some of these immigrants and refugees. I do all the time. They didn't quite know what they were getting into. They just heard these whispers in the countries where they come from, that are riddled with uh, narcs and gangs and violence and oppression and tyranny. Kind of like
2: New York. And they hear a
0: whisper <laughs> that the United States will welcome us. And they come. Now, these these people are kind of victims as well of a broken, sloppy, unfair system. But we we do need to reach out to them and to love them. Remember the story? The poor Joseph with Mary, right ready to give birth to the savior of the world. And the innkeeper said, sorry, sir, no room. Now, we often malign him as kind of being mean. But he did say, um, he did say, sir, I'm sorry we don't have any room. But at least there's kind of a safe, warm spot right outside in the manger. And why don't you and your wife go there? You'd sure be welcome. And that, that.
5: Baseball is back.
0: kind of tenderness, that wasn't the best solution, was it? The best solution would have been, yeah, sure, come on in. We happen to have oh, a you, we happen to have a hot tub yeah. and a <laughs> wine bar and a, a guest suite here that you and your wife can stay in. No, but he did the best he could, and I think that's what we're trying to do. Let's do the best in a broken situation to correct the inequities, but also trying our best tenderly and compassionately to care for the people whom we got.
2: How about compare? How about uh, caring for the people of America? Now, he gave an interview, too, Dan, with this Catholic-run Center for Migration Studies. And there he uh, talked about the Catholic charities, which he oversees, huge amount of money that went to it from the federal government. And he uh, dismissed criticism from bigots in Congress and asserted that he and other bishops get hate mail saying, we're tired of you uh, bishops being hung up on bringing more migrants into the country. Not everybody who wants uh, high immigration is guilty of the sin of pride, wrote Mark Kevorkian, who heads up the Center for Immigration Studies. But there sure seems to be the case here among the bishops. The bishops think expressing their views on broad political issues is at least as important, if not more important, than actually preaching the gospel. That's exactly what they're doing. When they throw the Irish card in, as happens here, then, you know, it's really offensive. And comparing this to Jesus is just childish. Now, Maria's not going to say anything of that. She's glad to get the interview. We know that. This is a big player. He is called the American Pope. How is it the bishops, though? can be calling people in Congress bigots because they differ with them on what they're doing to the country. And yet President Biden can look them right in the face and say, buddy, you know exactly what I'm doing here. I'm getting the Catholic card. You're not going to say anything because you hate Trump. And at the same time, I'm getting the abortion card and you're helping me. Right. Where do we hear the interviews here? Lecturing the President of the United States as a Catholic in good standing, a devout Catholic, how that's out of bounds. No, we get lectures. These poor people in the parish there near the Roosevelt Hotel said, no, we're not going to fund this. We don't want this. And in the interview I'm reading from this uh, Catholic-run Center for Migration Studies, he went after them as rebelling and uh, being out of step. With what Catholicism is. I think I might have that audio, too. Oh, you have that, some of that. Okay. You want that? Yeah, sure.
0: With their English, we would help them get up to speed when it comes to their eventual please God insertion into one of our schools. We'd help them with meals and health care. And the people in that parish we're talking about first, second, and third immigration Italians rebelled and said, absolutely not. We will not have them here. Now, uh, Bishop DiMarcio always likes to point out, usually that was done by the Irish, but this time <laughs> it was done by the Italian. And, and so I tried to reason with them to go back in history and to say, this is exactly what no, your not. parents, your grandparents, and your great-grandparents faced. It was the same thing. And gradually they began to recall the stories and they said oh, we uh, that's right we remember nona saying this are we remembered when the irish pastor made us italians go downstairs for mass and not be in the main church when i was able i'm not saying i was eminently successful here but i could see the i could see the ice begin to melt and the people sort of saying oh that's right we are immigrants. We are immigrants, too.
2: Okay. All uh, right. T- so, so, you know, we have a show, Dan, uh, you know, unique in talk radio, that we have the big three immigrant groups covered just by hearing the name. I mean, I hear a name like Borowski. I don't have to guess what the hell tribe <laughs> is this guy.
3: i never thought about that, but you're so yes, right. Yes.
2: I hear Kelly. That is in the top oh, three Irish. Pretty. And I hear all those vowels. Dominic Joseph Giordano. And we're going down Broadway here. The Tarantella is playing. Jim, do you speak with an Irish accent ever? Yeah, I think he does. Uh, No, I don't. Oh, come on. You got all those impressions, but you got no
1: Irish accent? No Irish accent? Uh, No, but maybe I should go watch the Boondock Saints, see if I can pick something up. There you go. There you go. All
2: right, so we got the three major groups covered. I don't know what the fourth is. It probably doesn't count, Dan. (laughs) Those are the three big ethnic groups here. That are in play.
1: Hey, it's Rocco.
2: We got to mess yeah. with them. There you go. There you go. <laughs>
1: That's just, as soon as you started playing, I just I just <laughs> tried to think of a scene out of that movie I could do on the air without getting sorry to any go trouble. down
3: this path, Dom. But uh, when I was at Stern, I got to meet Norman Reedus. Um, yes, who plays? Uh, he was in Boondock Saints, yes. and then he also in uh, Walking Dead. Told me to watch uh, watch his a uh, zombie show. And I had no idea what he was talking about. This is when Walking Dead was first becoming famous. And I totally expected the guy to have some kind of Irish accent, not knowing when speaking with him, he's just going to have this southern drawl. Oh, yeah. Uh, But no, no Irish accent for Norman Reed, as we all found out later in Walking Dead, but fantastic in uh, Boondock Saints. And the
2: guy that played Roy, he's a British actor. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Lincoln.
3: Or one thing thing that you you can do with a caller is
1: you could channel that guy, the bar owner. Why don't you make, like, a tree... And get out of here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to uh, Kevin, who's waiting in Edgemont on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Kevin, welcome in. Don, how you doing? Happy Good, new year. happy new year. So, Don, I- I've called you in the past maybe one or two other times.
1: Usually when you bring up this Biden play in the yeah. Irish card, it-, it really gets on my nerves. Uh, you know, it- I can guarantee this. My-, my mother's one of nine. My dad was one of uh, – or, excuse me, my mother's one of 12. My, m- my father was one of nine. They didn't put him up in any hotels, his, his ancestors, when they came over. Um, yeah, I have a unique perspective. I have the uh, immigrant background. You know, A couple generations ago, my, my wife uh, is Italian. Her father was a World War II refugee. Him and his nine brothers came over from the Naples region. They all did great. None of them spoke English when they came over here in the mid-'50s. Nobody put them up in a hotel either. They worked their ass, they worked their tails off, excuse me.
0: Yeah, no, um, you're exactly that's right. That's you know what, what you th- an th-
2: this is trying to steal what fuels people about how their family tree overcame. And the Irish, for my money, are the greatest because we've seen those signs. Irish need not apply.
3: Ooh, Jim, pull that. He just it said the work Irish work. are the greatest. An Italian guy over here, you hear yeah, that? Yeah, there you
2: go. Huh. But Tom, I have one of those signs up in my
1: office. <laughs> yes. I mean... I mean, I'm proud of what my, my my ancestors overcame, and my my parents made sure all of us we were the only ones. All my, me and all my brothers were the only ones in the whole family. that all went to college. They, they made sure of it. And my dad worked. He was a World War II guy, and then he became a postman. Then he made his way through Temple at night school. So I mean, that was that was drummed into us. I mean, and and I'm not against immigrants. I'm against a bum rush at the border. I think that's crazy.
2: Yes, exactly. So. You know, I I I already wrote myself a note, Kevin, to see if I can get on a few people from that parish that, that Dolan is talking about, and how he oh, melted no, them I mean, is... melted them down. You know. Well, I mean, the my my wife's family, uh, the,
1: the the on the on the dad side, they all moved into Saint Donata's Parish, and you know, it's heavily Italian. And the Italians in that area, there was a lot of Italian immigrants. They took care of them. They helped them out. They yeah. They found them jobs. They they. Actually, they actually furnished their house. I have some of the old furniture
2: that I redid, and I have it in my house now. It's beautiful. It's probably 150 years old, some of it. Great call, Kevin. Thank you. Yeah, well, King of Peace, Dan, where I went was a national parish. St. Gabriel's was Irish. King of Peace was Italian. Those basketball games are legendary. You know, think of Pier 6 Brawl with athleticism. That's what it was.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can I just give some numbers real quick? Because I'm yes. quite a numbers guy. Ellis Island, uh, uh, 12 million immigrants uh, passed through between 1892 and 1954. So that's right. 60 years? Uh, yep. 62 years? Yeah, well, 2022. It's not last year. I can't say that anymore. Two years ago now, 2.2 million illegal border crossings. And for 2023, 2.5 million. So in about a span of 10 years... The uh, southern border is doing what they're claiming is the same thing be, that happened with the Irish and the Italian immigrants up in Ellis Island. That's not true. That was about 60 years. It's happening in about 10 years now.
2: Yeah, exactly. And again, to uh, Kevin's point, uh, you weren't being put up in hotels or anything else here. So, um, you know, uh, Dolan is uh, a fun enough guy and all that, but he is the exemplar of these bishops. This is the way they see it. And if they were consistent, you mean to say, your eminence, you don't think you ought to be calling out Biden and these other fake Catholics? Well, I'm not answering that. Yeah, we're going to beat up on the people in this parish, though. Dom Time, Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for being with us today on a big day as we kick off the new year. Same issues, though, this uh, Archbishop Dolwin, two interviews uh, over the last couple of days. And using the same themes, and again, that's not going to play out. Alright, they can do that all that they want. They're fraudulent on this. There is no doubt. They won't step up, they won't take a moral position. Yeah, you know, why is this the only moral position? Why is there no direct moral position with the president of the United States? Irish Catholic, extraordinaire. Or safe injection sites. I'd love to know what these bishops think about safe injection sites. You know how I see that morally, it's a slam dunk, no. But they will not do that. Well, we don't get involved in stuff like. This. Well, you don't think Jesus this,
3: designated a certain room for people to go shoot up opium somewhere? Yes,
2: that's probably uh, somewhere in the Gospels that yeah, I—I'm yeah, sure it is. I missed, but they will beat up on people in that parish, etc. And even more, the Irish and saying this is exact. He said this a lot, Dolan. This is exactly the same thing. Now, that's just untrue. And what's going to happen in the new year? According to Governor Abbott, what I've seen, upwards of 50,000 more people will go to New York City. I think about 32,000 I saw in Chicago. I've even seen five to 8,000 in Philadelphia. You want to keep doing this, the duty of the governor is to protect his flock, which would be the state of Texas, and not overrun people there. They're fine when Texas is being overrun. Suddenly, when it's New York City... It's immoral. Let's go to uh, Mark in Conshohocken on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Mark, afternoon.
4: Hey, Dom. Happy New Year to everybody. Same deal. This, this, this guy's got one hell of a nerve preaching, uh, preaching about the uh, illegals. First of all, it's not – it is different from years ago because my, my father's side is Italian and my mother's side was Irish. And by the way, my grandmother – my Irish grandmother came over to this country in 1920. She was 20 years old. She cleaned houses for 50 years and raised four children after my grandfather died when my mom was 16. So, So while the illegals get put up in hotels, my grandmother had to work 50 years with no government assistance and bought a house in West Philly. My Italian side, they cut hair in tachoni. Mm -hmm. My great-grandfather, my grandfather, my grandmother worked until she was 65. So it's not different. It's a a handout system. That's what it is. And no, the Irish and the Italians and every group that came here earlier did not get a handout. Thank you, Mark. Thanks very much. Uh, That's the big difference.
2: You know, if a Dolan make himself available for interviews where people might in a civil manner joust back and forth and the elephant in the room bring up President Biden,
3: where would that happen?
2: Yes, uh, that's not going to happen. That's why Maria got the interview with exclusive. It was almost over his head. And I understand that. That's a big interview to get this guy to talk about this. But to hear about this parish air and then to hear his sense of it. And bigots in Congress. Maria could have said, well. Tell us who you're talking about. You can't just say bigots in Congress. Who is it that you think is a bigot? Are they Trump people? Do you think Trump is a bigot? Tell us. If you bring up bigotry, you got to name names. That's a rule. He knows that. He's skating on it. All right, we'll take more calls. I'm just talking about gonna... Ilhan Omar. Yes. Rashid Tlaib? Uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or AOC, closer to New York. All right, uh, coming up, we're going to talk with one of our favorites, Uh, Ryan Walters, Secretary of Education in Oklahoma, waiting till you hear the things they're planning there in education in 2024. We'll take your calls. Don't forget the side question on Talk Radio 1210.
0: Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.